Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oftentimes we talk about NordVPN.com slash Fightful, and I'm telling you about one or two different features that they have. How about this? I'm going to tell you about a bunch of them. Threat protection, global server network, safe from disruptions with their kill switch feature. They have reliable encryption. They have the fastest VPN on the planet. A 30-day money-back guarantee. Great deals at all times. Incredible reviews online from some of the best publications in the world. And 24-7 support in case you don't know what you're doing or how to use it. They got you covered. Shield your data from snoops and criminals. Protect yourself on public Wi-Fi. Secure every device you own. Add extra layers of security to your digital life with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. If you're abroad, listen to your favorites. I know a lot of wrestling fans have been traveling a lot more with big events. NordVPN.com slash Fightful will protect you. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. We're here with a name you know. We got Sam Adonis. You've seen him a little bit of everywhere. My God, MLW, uh, Mexico, NWA. We're going to talk to him about a whole lot of stuff today. Sam, how you doing, man? Uh, I am great. I appreciate the opportunity to come in here and talk with you. Um, like you hinted at, I've been everywhere, but not too many places in, in the mainstream. Um I feel like I've danced around the peripherals of a lot of wrestling companies for many years. Uh, and it just seems like now in the last year or so, I've finally been able to break the United States, if you will. So I'm honored to be here with you and uh, happy to talk wrestling with you. Well, I'd love to just jump right into that, actually, because your profile has certainly increased in the States over the last couple of years with the NWA work, the MLW work as well. Um not not to sort of lean on his name or anything, because that's not something you've ever done. But your brother is Corey Graves. He's been a, a, an integral figure in WWE's announcing work for an awful long time. Is that like an, an immediate or eventual aspiration of yours to go to WWE and, and do work there in any capacity? Uh, I think for the longest time, I've kind of avoided being uh, associated with my brother, just for the sake that there's always going to be people that say, you only have this because of your brother. 
Um, and I think in a certain sense, a lot of people kind of don't take note to me because I'm just Corey Graves' brother, which is, is a terrible feeling. Sometimes I feel like I could save burning buildings from a building, burning children from a building, and I still would just be Corey Graves' little brother doing it. But I think now I've reached a level where people are taking note about what I've done in my career. And I think now more than ever, uh, I'm a little bit older. My brother's a little bit older. We're kind of closer than we were for a while. Um, and I think my career has unfolded the way it was supposed to. And I think now may be a better time to lean into that. Um, ultimately, you know, WWE and just taking over the United States wrestling scene is a huge uh, goal of mine. It's something I've always wanted to do. Uh, when I was 21, I had a contract with WWE and it didn't really end too well. But since then, I've done everything possible to continue working on myself as a performer and, and my branding and just, you know, as they say, making a name for myself. And I think I've done a pretty good job at that. And yeah, if people want to make that association, uh, I'm gladly going to wear it because sometimes I think, you know, not leaning into it might have hurt me in the past. And I mean, we, we say little brother in the in the age sense but i mean you're, you're like what six four two fifty yeah exactly and so I, like to, I like to say younger brother but uh there you go yeah, yeah i got a couple inches on him but honestly he is the one that trained me you know he taught me most of what i know in the ring um we grew up in a wrestling family my dad was an independent promoter and you know since the day i was born you know my mom has seen and, and learned more about professional wrestlers than your average wrestler has so, you know, growing up in that household, we literally ate, slept, breathed, breathed, drank pro wrestling. And, you know, I think a lot of the obscure references my brother makes on his commentary, you know, is kind of shows the, his depth of knowledge. Um, I kind of took it the other way where before trying to, to, you know, emulate somebody else and trying to be a Lucha style wrestler in the United States or trying to, you know, be a Japanese style wrestler in the United States, I wanted to, you know, go on the road. I wanted to learn it all. I wanted to be there at ground zero and, you know, pick up my wealth of knowledge. And I think, you know, right now it, it, I'm at my absolute peak. Uh, I'm working currently for AAA in Mexico and I'm, you know, without trying to sound like I'm tooting my own horn, I'm, you know, one of the top heel stars in the company. So, uh, you know, I, I'm proud of what I've done. I'm proud of my brother. Um, you know, but the thing is wrestling's still in the blood. You know, we go to Christmas and, and not only do we have Corey there we have Carmela there and you know their new baby and then mom talks about wrestling with my aunts and uncles it's it is kind of the family business and uh I think right about now everything is kind of the catch up starting to catch up and I think uh you know I'd like to think maybe Corey Graves is actually proud of me <laughs> so I, I definitely do want to jump into your, your status with AAA shortly but we had reported and Corey later confirmed this that he went through the process of getting actually cleared to where he could compete again. Uh, what, what did you think when that happened? Because I mean, obviously you guys shared an awful lot in the ring from him, him training you to, I mean, just being brothers in general, but he hasn't appeared in the ring yet. But I remember the first red flag went off for me when he did anything physical. It was like the 24 seven stuff. And I was like, they have a strict, no contact list in WWE. What happened here? And then I got told, and uh, he was like, yeah, I'm cleared. Uh, how did you feel about him going through that process? Honestly, you know, I I was devastated when he was injured in the first place. Um, you know, just like any group of brothers, you know, on my dream, I don't know about his, but, you know, main event in WrestleMania against Corey Graves. It's, you know, what we've thought about since we were children. Um, I thought it would have been excellent. 
he did eventually get hurt. And as far as I know, he is cleared right now. I don't know the circumstances of that. I don't know how far, you know, I, I'm very far removed from the inner workings of WWE and, and you know, sure. they seem to be knowing what they're doing. So I, you know, I trust the process and, you know, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, but you know, one of these days I would love to be in the ring with my brother, whether it's in a tag team capacity or in a match and, you know, who's to say when and where that'll be possible. But I know he still has the 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 urges to be in the ring. He still wants to be a performer, but he's also a very intelligent man, and he knows he's very good at what he does. So, um, you know, I don't think anyone's gonna to prod him or, or anybody's gonna try to make him give up what he has to attain something different when his position right now is so valuable. We we mentioned uh, AAA earlier on, and you are one of the top heels in that company. And feel free to tell me to play in traffic uh, with this question, but. <laughs> It is contract season for a lot of people. Like January, we're basically reporting contract stuff on Fightful. Like, what is your your status there? If you don't mind sharing, and like, like how long how long are you obligated to AAA? I've actually taken a certain amount of pride over the last fifteen years of, of not ever needing to sign a contract. Um, you know, I, I'm a, such a big fan of the past and the way things were that I think you know your word is your bond. And, you know, I have spent two years in CMLL. I've done five tours of all Japan pro wrestling, and, and I've been with AAA for the last three years, all on handshake agreements. You know, I, I definitely value my word, and I, I want to make sure that everything's okay with the people I'm working for. Um, as of right now, I'm, I'm happy in AAA. I couldn't be more grateful for what they've done for me because they've really, you know, taken me from a mid-card Lucha Libre star to an actual, you know, mainstream television star in Mexico. You know, we're at the point now where when I leave my hotel, there's kids wanting autographs and pictures. You know, I can't walk through a mall without being recognized, which is a great problem to have. But, yeah. you know, ultimately this this hasn't been, a, you know, a process where I'm constantly thinking of the next step. I've been playing the long game since I started this, you know, and I definitely think my the, the the goal of Sam Adonis is to you know, make the most, most money as possible doing what I love, and that's professional wrestling. Um, I've done so much tri with AAA, and I'm so happy with where things are and where they're going. But I definitely want to you know pursue the other avenues when the time is right. I'm not the kind of person to just you know say, oh, sorry guys, I can't come to TV next week. You know that's not who I am. But you know whenever something presents itself, uh, I'm the kind of person that would take it to those who need to know and try to figure out the, the best possible outcome for all parties. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that because again, there, there are so many options right now in wrestling and you've explored many of them, but like TNA is back as, as an entity, AEW is doing their thing. New Japan is looking to increase their uh, stateside presence as well. Like it is there, there's such a, a vast array there. Like, have, have you, like had aspirations or even talks of heading to any one of those, obviously NWA MLW, you've already, you've already appeared there uh, and things seem to have went swimmingly. Well, what makes things very complicated is each one of these brands that you mentioned has a line of 400, 500 wrestlers knocking on the sure. door. And that's, what's always made it so difficult, you know, for the young wrestlers to, to you know, take the next step. Um, I've been very blessed in, in working with such big stars and important people around the, the uh, wrestling business that a lot of times the opportunities that are best for me have been presented to me. Um, as of right now, like I said, being in a top spot, it, it's almost, uh, you know, I deal with different circumstances than I would have trying to be the undercard wrestler, trying to, you know, make a name for myself. 
you know, I do a lot more media. I'm doing press conferences. I do you know, variety shows in Mexico. And, and there's a lot more to it that make you a valuable employee than just your style of wrestling. Um, I think particularly in AAA, a lot of my stuff has been, you know, hardcore style or, or you know, main event, you know, slower paced, dramatic storytelling wrestling. When somebody's brand is based around, you know, the, the, the high spot style or indie style or whatever you want to call it, um, they may not be looking in my direction. I might be the, the antithesis of what they want, but that's not to say I can't do it or wouldn't do it. Um, I just think generally uh, right now I, I'm happy with what I am and the, the image that I've uh, attained. And I think, you know, when the time is right, it would have to be almost a, a, a uh, specific move. It would have to be somebody that knows they want Sam Adonis to do Sam Adonis or sure. whatever name, whatever name they want to call me. Um, I almost feel like I'm a, a, a particular flavor of ice cream that you have to know you want. And uh, I, I think that being said, I'm open to any and all opportunities. Um, I just think, you know, you can watch some of these programs and, and see what style of wrestling they want. Um, there's a few of them that you mentioned that might not exactly, uh, you know, want me in a, a, a crazy six man scramble or something like that. You, you mentioned being under WDB contract prior and you were in FCW uh, and, and the, the release that happened there. I mean, it, it seems like a weird question to ask if you've been con in contact with WWE because your brother works for WWE. <laughs> your brother is an integral figure of WWE. Obviously there has been some general contact with people in WWE but uh, there, there were also. I remember reading that that William Regal uh, had opened up some doors for you as well. Have you had any talks with them over the period of the last 10, 11, 12 years? So, as you mentioned, William Regal actually hooked me up with a promotion in the United Kingdom, uh, All Star Wrestling, which was Brian Dixon, who had been wrestling show, uh, promoting shows for forty five years. And after my initial release, I was there for four years. So. I was in contact with Regal a lot of that is four years. Um, you know, we maintain communication on a regular basis, but I've always been the type of person to understand that, you know, that if you knock on someone's doors too many times, you know, they might turn the lights off and tell you they're not home. So, you know, there was a point in time where I, I kind of bet on myself and I realized that, you know, this is a big company. This is, the wrestling business knows as much as people try to pretend they don't know what's going on. Everyone's on their phone 24 seven, checking the gossip. And I think a lot of people, you know, know, know what I'm doing and know what I have done. So uh, there have been times in the past few years where I've reached out and try to, you know, uh, begin communications and whatnot. But I've been very fortunate to, you know, always make the most of what I've got. And even whether it was, you know, the first round in Mexico with CMLO or, or just this time around with AAA, you know, I come in the front door and I'm, I'm happy to be there as a, as a young, you know, international talent. But. To me, it's all about making your boss happy and making sure, you know, they, they're happy with what you do and they're happy with your performance because no matter how many emails I send and how much I tell somebody I can do what I do, you know, if I can't get a match on Tuesday night, you know, those people in those high positions know something's not adding up. You know, I think basically just my progression in Mexico in the last two years and the level I've attained, you know, I, I just, I have to believe that whether I speak to them or not, they know, you know, the main event scene of Mexico, you know, who's there, why are they there? What are they good at? And, uh, you know, I'd like to think that's, that's going to help my cause in the future. We had mentioned the MLW stuff earlier. You worked with uh microman on your way out. I, I actually, uh, I, I, it's funny because I kicked him on one of the episodes yeah. and I can't, 
this thing has gone so ridiculously viral. I can't, I, it's probably four times a day from my friends in high school that have never, you know, I haven't spoke to in 10 years. And hey, bro, is this you? So uh, that was definitely a highlight of that. But um, MLW was great. I had a blast there for the time I was there. Um, there was a few conflicting interests as far as dates went. Conan actually hooked up the whole thing between me and MLW. And uh, it ended up, uh, I was there for about 10 months overall before they decided they, they couldn't use me anymore because of the conflicting dates with AAA. Uh, yeah. I'm great. I'm grateful for the time there. And I was very, very optimistic because, you know, I've had the majority of my career in, in a country where English isn't the first language. So, you know, I've been able to attain the success based on my in-ring work alone. I personally believe that, you know, I, I can, I'm more of a character that needs to, be seen with a microphone and mlw was where i was able to apply that um and i think in the 10 months i made such noise and made a lot of you know progress with the american fans uh sadly you know just business wise it didn't work out i definitely would like to you know be seen more in the united states i would love if triple a could be seen more in the united states um it's funny to me because a lot of american fans absolutely love luchadors they want to see Bikingo and taurus and laredo kid and commander and all these guys this is the triple a roster you know these yeah. are the guys these are the guys that you know are coming from where i'm at but for whatever reason i don't know if it's a visit of the visibility or just the, the accessibility uh, the american wrestling fans don't really block the triple a like you think they would so uh, i just want to be seen somewhere where you know i can be uh, appreciated for my work because a lot of times when somebody understands who i am and what i do immediately you know they're they're sam adonis guys if you will and that was evident in mlw yeah it seemed like the, the mlw thing was a bit of a casualty of their partnership with cmll that just developed as well that's kind of what i think uh about, you know looking back on it um you know i had recently moved from pittsburgh to dallas and uh you know that was kind of one of the things just logistically it wasn't going to be you know worth it for them anymore but then you know about a month later they said you know they would have a, a deal with New Japan and CMLL, and that was like, oh, light bulb. Yeah. Because you know, believe it or not, I mean, the 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 war between CMLL and AAA in Mexico is still just about as crazy as it was in you know, the territories. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Monday Night War. It seems like the one remaining real, the, the one remaining forbidden door. It seems like the one. And once, uh, one day, if that ever gets unlocked, whenever it is that they send Rocky Romero there to to do the peace <laughs> treaty, and he makes it happen, I think that I mean that that will unlock everything because right now so many people are doing business with one another, and that is the one that well, doesn't that, open up. That, that war actually cost me some opportunity with New Japan. Um, I wrestled Jay, Jay White in Chicago a few years back, and I've known Jay 10 years before he's ever went to New Japan. And he's a friend of mine, and we had a killer match for Warrior Wrestling in Chicago. And afterwards, I just started you know, reaching out and you know, trying to at least get to New Japan strong and try to be seen because I knew they were using a lot more Americans. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I definitely pushed forward the best I could. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, I got that, hey, man, we're sorry, but you work for AAA. New Japan cannot risk their relationship with CMLL to work with a AAA guy. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't win. I'm just trying to make a living, man. Uh, a lot of times the politics affect, you know, the, the, the small people more than it does anyone else. And, you know, that was always been a dream of mine to go there. But sadly and unfortunately that, uh, you know, 30-year-old Lucha Libre war has cost me, you know, possibly one of the biggest opportunities in my career. Oh, I remember I interviewed Harry Smith and he told me that while he was in new Japan, he said, Oh, well, I want to go do this work in impact. And they go, Oh, well, Jeff Jarrett screwed us over. And he goes, yeah. that was three regimes ago. He's not <laughs> there anymore. What are you yeah. talking about? And it's, that cost him that opportunity. It's absolutely insane how that works. And, you know, again, if you, if you look at the, the, nitty gritty of it you know honestly i i was unsigned at AAA the whole time you know i, I have real yeah. no commitment to anybody but at the same time you know i do know where my bread is buttered you know and i'm i triple a's they're giving me you know six to eight mexican dates per month and you know that's a, enough for me to move to dallas to make a better living and you know i i couldn't just sweep them to the side and you know profess my love to a company that's just going to give an opportunity you know i think that comes with being older too um i think myself specifically you know 10 years ago i wanted to be champion i wanted to be this guy that guy i wanted to have five star matches you know the older you get the more you understand that it is a business your, your perception changes um you know i think i'm now i've had great matches i've worked you know done the strong style in all japan i've had the big matches in mexico i know confidently you know what i can do and what i have done I am more interested now in just, you know, what is the best financial decision? What's going to make the most money, you know, for myself and my family? And not only that, how can I make myself an asset for the company that's hiring me instead of going out and trying to get what I need out of that company? Uh, we talked earlier about your, your brief FCW run. And as I looked back at one of the matches you did, almost everybody, like, gosh, 13 years later is still involved in wrestling. There, it was Dutch, Connor, and Jinder against yourself, Big E, and Tonga Loa. Like, <laughs> considering how many people went through FCW and 
were gone like a few years later. That is an incredibly high hit rate right there in that match. So I might have had four matches while under contract with WWE. Um, I was 21. I, I wasn't ready to be there. You know, mentally, I was a kid. You know, I was, I was more excited about living on my own in Tampa than I was about you know, doing the job I was paid to do. But at that time, it was, I guess you could call it the last FCW class before NXT. Um, I was there while we were filming NXT season two, which had Loki and uh, Celeste. And, and uh, there, there was a certain crew there. And that was right before they uh, switched over to black and yellow. But the guys I were there with, I mean, you're looking at Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, Big E, some of the biggest stars, uh, uh, Bray Wyatt was there. Some of the biggest stars in the business were in my class. And I know these guys. And, and you know, they knew at that point in time, I wasn't ready to be there. I knew I wasn't ready to be there, but I was willing to put in the work to show everybody that I, I deserve to be there, that I can be there. Um, you know, and aside from that match, like you said, you know, that's a very, very oddball match where a lot of the guys are still in business and wrestling. But, you know, if you look at the, the FCW alumni, you know, there's very few that, that after their initial WWE run, how many of them have gone past that? You know, yeah. I, I always thought it was funny because I was just, you know, the young kid when I was in FCW and, and uh, you know, nobody thought twice about me. But about three or four months after half these guys would get released from their WWE contracts or wherever they're at, they'd be messaging me on Instagram or on Facebook. So Sam, hey, how do I get booked internationally? You know, and I'm sitting back thinking, huh, were we this good of friends back when I was at FTW? So I think that's another thing. You know, there's certain people that just, you know, when it's in your blood, it's in your blood. And it's not about the fame. It's not about the fortune. You know, you, you're going to do it whether or not you, you, you know, are attaining all that or not. But I think you can just, you know, point out specifically by watching somebody's body of work. Oh, that person, they belong. They've done it. They, you know, they put the work in. And, and I think, you know, considering 13 years later, 14 years later, you know, I, I haven't re-signed in those 13, 14 years. I haven't, I have been virtually unknown in the American wrestling scene, but I've continued to climb that ladder. And I think that's a testament to how hard I'm able to work. And work. You, you had also mentioned that uh, you spent time in the UK. Obviously, you spent a lot of time in Mexico. I know you did all Japan stuff as well. So, I mean, you're, you're incredibly well-traveled for someone who has, again, you mentioned, doesn't sign a contract during that period. That's got to be a point of pride for you. Uh, honestly, again, it's wrestling has changed so much that a lot of the modern uh, lore, if you will, doesn't quite understand the gravity of some of these things. You know, if you ask a lot of wrestlers to say, I haven't had to sign a contract in 14 years, a lot of people are going to say, wow, you must really suck. But if you, you know, if you're a wrestling enthusiast and you're a star, a fan and a student of the game, you can say, he did all that without signing a contract. They must, they must love something about him. He must be a really good employee. He must do the job better than anybody for them to trust him, you know, with that kind of, of, uh, you know, visibility for them to give you these top spots and continuously bring you back without the contract. I think to me, that's, you know, that's the testament of the, of the work I've put in. So, uh, I mean, I, I definitely think the, the word is your bond, but at the same time, it's like, uh, I think you can look at what I've done as, as an unsigned talent, you know, at a true independent, not independent as in the small little wrestling companies in, in, you know, high school gyms, a true independent professional wrestling that has made a living without the, the you know, uh, con contractual obligations that do someone else's bidding. You know, th there's very few that can say they've done as much as I have. 
I know that you did uh, some stuff. Gosh, I feel like back in 2016 and then in 2021 with now TNA, uh, who the hell knows what it was called at any given point uh, there. They had like four names at one point, but uh, <laughs> you, you did have those experiences. And I know one of them was at uh, at the Skyway studios that they did where, where they, they had done those tapings. How did those come together and, and what's your relationship like there? So uh, the first time I did it, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, I want to say five days before I went to Mexico for the first time, and uh, Phoenix from NXT called me on a Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon, whenever it was. He goes, "Hey, what are you doing?" I was living in Sarasota at the time. He goes, "Can you get to the Impact tapings tomorrow? We need a guy." I said, "Absolutely." So I drove out there, and I had uh, uh what was his name? Pepper Parks. Um, I'm sorry, the Blade. Yeah, Braxton. From, from uh, yeah, Braxton, Braxton Sutter is what he went by then he was i had his first match and i have known him for years so i went in and i had a blast it couldn't have gone better because i knew three days later i was in mexico i was looking at you know, kind of like the movie office space the less you care yeah. the more you get so you know that was a good experience my last time around um dealer brown contacted me uh through some fs fsw in vegas you know contacts and he said hey we want to take a look at you come on in so um i agreed to it i agreed to doing uh, the final day of tapings and honestly, that weekend I did Thursday, Friday, Saturday in the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Los Angeles, had to get a red eye to Nashville, got, had about three hours of sleep and had to be on TV that day. So, uh, oh, wow. that, that wasn't one of my best performances. You know, I had to wrestle, uh, I think they call it beyond the impact or beyond BTI, it was some, yeah. BTI, some, yeah. So it was supposed to be, I, I don't know if that's their consideration of a tryout or whatnot. Um, I was kind of blindsided by that. I didn't know that's exactly what what I was being asked to do. But uh, either way, everybody was great. You know, I, I'm so I'm friends with so many of these guys just because of the years, you know, traveling together on the roads and being certain places. You know, a lot of times if you're in Italy with, you know, some five other Americans, you're kind of bonded by that experience for life. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've always been someone to know everybody and get along with everybody quite well. Um, yeah, it, there was there really wasn't much to pursue after that. You know, I knew AAA was still my obligation. And, uh, you know, like they said, a lot of people, they know where I'm at. So if they were to call me and, uh, you know, give me an opportunity, I'd be more than happy to consider it. But like I said, there's so many other, you know, very talented wrestlers banging down the door and just trying to get that opportunity. You know, I, I like to, to basically, you know, let everyone else have their fun and still I, before I start uh, cutting in line. I also am always interested to hear the process of like Royal Rumble battle riot style matches. I know you worked one in MLW. Like I, I'm just always so fascinated by that because there are so many moving parts. There are so many things that have to happen. And there's usually at least some interesting aspect or surprising aspect behind that. How was that for you? Honestly, the battle riot was a blast. Um, like I said, I, I, I've heard so many people try to come at me with, you know, I guess horror stories about MLW. They want to say, oh, what was that like? And I I, I shoot them down immediately because I had an absolute blast in MLW. Uh, Court and MSL were great to me the whole time. Uh, Lynn Dorado is a really good friend of mine. And he was one of the main agents. Uh, Ricky Shane Page was there. So uh, he was also putting it together. And honestly, you know, a, a lot of times when you get that much talent in a room, you know not to worry about everything else. Just do what you're told, you know. And, and I think the guys that put that match together, you know, they picked the right generals. A couple guys had to stay out there for the entire hour, but you know, luckily that wasn't my gig. So, you know, you come out there, uh, uh, you just have to remember very little. But, uh, you know, honestly, 
it was just the, the worst part about it was the fact that it was a 30 man battle royal in a 16 foot ring. That's really all I have to say. Because everybody else did a great job and you know it carried that well. And and I mean the ECW arena is always hot. Those fans yeah. had fun. So I, I, unless there was something you could specifically point out for me to critique, I don't remember it, you know, as being too much of a cluster. Sure. What is something you want people to know about Sam Adonis? I mean, obviously you got some mainstream coverage several years ago with with uh some of the promos and stuff like that, and you were very like clear you're like i'm portraying a character and there are some people that might have preconceived notions based on that or just based on any any specific thing what is something you want people to know about yourself about sam adonis or the man behind sam adonis i think more than anything i'd like people to know that you know being a heel is a truly selfish job you know i think in the modern modern uh, pro wrestling it's, it's designed where even if you're the heel you have to do a couple mo- cool moves and, and have to take care of yourself in order to you know to get your instagram followers up or to do whatever you have to do yeah. you know i get enjoyment my my pride and my personal you know happiness comes from people going home happy and i know i can give someone a better performance as the bad guy than the good guy so, you know, I have made myself look like an idiot so many times on purpose. I have sacrificed Twitter followers. I have, you know, done whatever I could to make sure that I'm not the star you're leaving talking about. Leave happy because Psycho Clown kicked my ass. And that's kind of something that, you know, I, I'd like people to know. Um, I think you can look at my career and just four years in the UK, two and a half years with CMLL, which might I add is the single hardest training on the planet. And anybody that's done it will tell you that same thing. You know, having to train three days a week with Ultimo Guerrero and Shocker doing drills that somebody my size has no business doing. Um, it was difficult. Plus, my tours in Japan and now with AAA, um, I would like people to know that just because what you see on TV, that that's not the extent of my knowledge and my skill. I'm a master at doing my job. You know, I know if I do too many cool moves, you're going to like me. So I'm going to punch and kick. You know, I'm I'm a, a loud, brash American, so I come out with an American flag trying to raise, you know, I'm just doing my job, and I know I can do it better than a lot of people, but, you know, I do, I, you know, I think all wrestlers have this in them. We do want our chin tickled every once in a while for having a good match. You know, I, sure. I, 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 would, I would like people to know that I'm not inept. I'm not one of these, you know, guys from the 90s that's all jacked up that punches and kick because I don't know anything else. You know, I, I stay in my lane and I do what I want, I do what I'm asked to do. But I also know that, uh, you know, if you give me Hiroshi Tanahashi in 45 minutes, I, I'm going to tear the house down there too. That opportunity just hasn't presented itself to me. Uh, let the people know where they can find you on social media, where they can support you, and then uh, eventually unfollow you when you piss them off with, uh, <laughs> with your character work. As of right now, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, or X as you call it, uh, at, at real Sam Adonis. Um, I put a lot of my own match clips, pictures, videos, everything on there. Um, you can find me there. You can reach out if you ever need anything. Also, I implore people to watch more Lucha Libre AAA. Um, I think a lot of times Americans have a preconceived notion that Lucha Libre is masks and high flying. The truth is that's about 25% of Mexican wrestling. Yes, there's a lot more masks and a lot more high flying, but just like you know any American wrestling show, Lucha Libre is a variety. Keep that in mind when you're watching our program. You know, just because you saw Commander Vikingo do everything you wanted to see, watch the next match because there's storytelling, there's drama, there's violence, whatever you want. 
it's a great product and I'm happy to be a part of it. Business is good there. You know, like I said, I, I wave that banner right now proudly. Um, I, I would implore people to watch it. Support your local wrestling groups, you know, because there's always going to be someone that's you know, the, your future star that can you know, benefit from one extra T-shirt sold. Um, and yeah, I appreciate everybody. Thank you for having me. I really hope uh, American fans can see me and check me out a little bit more now. Uh, so one of these days I'll be the, the big time, maybe even have a podcast for myself. Well, I appreciate you being so candid with us and, and honest about any any number of these topics. And I mean, I still think we got a ton to get into, so we're going to have to talk uh, again, I think. But uh, Sam Adonis, man, thank you so much for the time. Thank you for the time. Um, I, my, my work schedule usually consists of a, a four-day work week towards the weekends. So I have free time midweek. If you ever want to reach out and, and do this again, I am happy. Hell yeah. Because I... I will say that uh, I have more stories. I might have to, you know, insert name here for a few people. But <laughs> 15 years traveling the world, I have some stories that are definitely worth hearing. The, yeah, this this is more of a buttoned up one. I feel like this is <laughs> this is a more of a get to know you, and then we'll, we're definitely going to get into more stories. But Sam Adonis, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you everyone for listening, and hopefully, I hear from you soon. Till next time, guys. We're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.